0: hello everybody welcome to the stop stalling podcast episode 14 my good buddy kurt fletcher how you doing today curtis
1: doing good tim how are you
0: i'm good man i haven't seen you in days
1: it's been a couple days uh yeah yeah (laughs) kurt was awesome
0: fort worth was awesome that was the best shows i've had in a while we only had one show with uh you know and those ladies in the front they were talking because they were too they They'd had some cocktails and everything, but they were nice. At least they, you know, they weren't like complaining or bitching at us or anything. But um, though one of them didn't like your Jesus jokes, um, which she let me know immediately upon coming up on stage. And, and I, 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 I hate that I missed the opportunity to say. Cause I was like, "What's the matter with you?" And she was like, "She was like, hey, I didn't like his Jesus jokes or whatever." And I was like, "Well, then," and I should have said, "Are you a Christian?" And she would have been like, "Yes," and I would have been like, "Well, then, forgive him." <laughs> but I didn't think of that until it was too late. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah so, but even they—they they were, you know, they were annoying, and people were getting annoyed with them. But um, yeah, I was able. Well, to it's have- funny
1: because they were laughing at the rest of the stuff, so it's like get over it you know yeah um
0: yeah you had some great new stuff especially your last show where you went 35 freaking minutes um just kidding yeah
1: i know i recorded i i checked my time
0: just giving you a little good natured ribbing there for (laughs) going over your time by 10 minutes um i didn't
1: even go over by 10 minutes i've got the recording right here tim and i could pull it up if you'd like i know you don't really care but 28 minutes, which means I went three minutes over, and I shut off my recorder a little late, so maybe two and a half minutes over.
0: Well, I don't know that I believe you, but you still had a great set, and I'm uh, right here, Tim. I don't care. You probably you probably did something fancy no, to it.
1: No, I didn't. Look at this. I know Saturday late show. There's the, the time on there, 28-something.
0: <clears throat> it's not showing up. No one believes you. I don't believe you. The audience well, doesn't believe you. And we've yeah, got other things we've got other things to talk about. But it was they were great shows. They were three out of four of them were sold out. And the the fourth one, the the second show Friday, which wasn't sold out, it was still in some ways the most fun show of the week for me. Um
1: Yeah, I had a blast with that one.
0: Yeah. They were great. There was a guy in the front row to the right of the stage that was just I mean, he was like having a hard time breathing. He was laughing so hard. And uh it was just great, man. They were just on board with everything, and sometimes with those smaller crowds, I'm I'm, I'm much more comfortable too, like talking about controversial things. You know that that mm-hmm. it, it, it's harder to talk about in front of a big crowd because I don't know. It's just that comfort thing that I've always had with smaller crowds. Um, yeah. But yeah, overall, it was uh, just an amazing weekend of shows, and and uh, I I really hope that I can fix a couple of those videos because they're not as clear as I would like them to be. Mm -hmm. I know this is a wrestling podcast, everybody. We apologize, but, um, these these days, these days we don't, um, we don't always get those kind of weekends because the country has been so brainwashed on so many levels. And, uh, at least that's how I see it. And I do think it's coming back around though. I think people are getting tired of all that woke bullshit. And they're getting tired of people being offended by jokes. And, you know, I could sense that in the crowd. And, you know, it's never my goal to divide the audience or anything, but with saying some of the more controversial things that I say, but I got the feeling that most people were on board with it. And I know we were in Texas, but um, I I have a feeling that most of the country is starting to think along the same lines that I do. And I think the way you do. as far as a lot of things going on in the in the in the country that just seem really off. And I think a lot of wrestling fans probably agree with us as well because that's just kind of that mentality um at least among some wrestling fans. There are people on like uh I think it's the scramble uncut or something like that is that the name of that group on Facebook? I'm not sure. I'm
1: not on or, that group.
0: You're not on that one? Uh-huh. Well, there's always someone with just a I don't know if they're trying to be annoying. I think that's the goal of some people on social media is like just to get people arguing and, Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. But this guy last night was like, I don't know how you're going to say Spencer Lee's one of the best ever when these two guys are in his generation and they're better than him. And it was a picture of Yanni and Gable. And I don't think anyone is denying the greatness of Yanni or Gable. Um, especially since Gable, yeah. Gable was an Olympic champion and Yanni just got a silver and you know Spencer's a three-time world champion on the age level but he hasn't I don't think he's wrestled freestyle in like five years but um this guy was saying like you know Brands is uh, whatever how did he how did he word it he's like Brands obsession with getting a title probably ruined this kid's career and disabled him and all that. And I'm like, have you seen him wrestle lately? He, he's not you know, he was dis-
1: hurt before he started wrestling at Iowa too.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And so blame his
1: high school coach.
0: <laughs> well, you know, blame nature and the nature of the sport. You know, people tear their ACLs in wrestling all the time. Yeah, And the thing about that injury is once they're torn, they're torn, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you're not going to make it any worse, really. Um, and he's he fixed him. That's why he took last year off. And he's just been all but unbeatable um, this yeah. year.
1: So and Yanni Yanni's <clears> awesome. <throat> but his bonus rate is like 59% for his career in college. Spencer's yeah. is
0: 81%. Well, and, and I also, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Spencer's better than Yanni or Yanni's better than Spencer or Gable's yeah. better than both of them. There's different... There's different ways to to win a wrestling match. Some people mm-hmm. bonus everyone, Spencer and, and and that's another thing. The thing was the guy said, "I don't know how you're going to say he's one of the best ever." I'm like, "Well, he's very favored to win. is that a word? He's very favored to win his fourth title this year, and he might not, you know, stranger things have happened, but he's he's definitely looking like he's going to." So there's mm-hmm. that there's only been a four other guys before him and Yanni will probably do it too, but yeah. there's only been four other guys and he's bonused nine, excuse me, 79 of 92 wins have been by bonuses, which is just a mind boggling stat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he hasn't wrestled as many matches, but if he had, it would probably be in the hundreds and you know, he's a, he's a generational talent, but so is Yanni. And so is yeah. Gable. And they all are. It's just cool that we're able to see within five years, three of the best guys to ever do it at the college level. So I just can't stand people like that. that just want to argue and just want to act like, you know, yeah, Spencer hasn't had the toughest competition and yeah, he's lost a few matches and yeah, he's not, he's a human being, (laughs) you know, I mean, but these freaking people, man, they just—they get under me, Kurt. Like I can't—I <laughs> wish they didn't. Um And I, I again, that's probably their goal. Yeah. But shut up. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the kid just—what he does out there is—I mean, how are you going to deny that what he mm-hmm. what he what he's done?
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, I think people just hate Iowa so much that they just find. <laughs> any way to bash them, you know, and come up with their own narratives on whatever. So,
0: Especially, but you can't,
1: I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, even if you're a huge Penn State fan, you hate Iowa. You got to admit Spencer Lee is one of the best.
0: You know, you have to unless you're just delusional or you yeah, just unless you don't know
1: anything about wrestling.
0: Yeah. Or you're just trying to be an asshole. Yeah. And, and and that's another thing. I'm sure the majority of Penn State fans and Iowa fans or you know, the people who keep their mouths shut. We don't hear from them, so we think they're all idiots or whatever. Yeah. But man, some of the comments I see from Penn State fans and Iowa fans, I'm just like, shut up. Mm. Just enjoy the fact that you both got great programs. <laughs> and second of all, you didn't have shit to do with it, good <laughs> or bad, you know. Yeah and quit acting like brands is this dickhead and you know just shut up yeah just can't you just love the sport and it's an individual sport it's not just a team thing
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's why i've been trying to stay off the message boards lately people just i don't know there are there are awesome people on there but not very often like a lot of it's just dumb arguing
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're just trying, the time. trying to start shit, and and uh, I haven't been on there at all today. I'm pretty proud of myself how little I've stayed off there, and I, I try to like hide these posts so I don't see them and get yeah. annoyed by it and get distracted and start writing back a comment to someone just to get into an argument with someone I've never met. And I remember a PA. PA, guys, I get it. Pennsylvania is an amazing wrestling state, and I get it. But I had Bo Vest on, excuse me, not Bo Vest, uh, uh, Bo Manus. Mm-hmm. Kid from Kansas who literally didn't lose in Kansas for 15 years. He won 15 with high school and, and, uh, uh, and 11 straight kid state titles. Um, he did, he lost his very first year of wrestling. He still placed. He was like four wrestling eight and under and still placed. And wow. then after that, for fifteen years straight, he didn't lose a match in Kansas. He lost Jesus. like when he would go to like the Tulsa Nationals, he'd get second or third. But in Kansas, he did not lose for fifteen years. And in high mm-hmm. school, in high school, his closest match was six to zero. Jesus, <laughs> I mean, and that was like one time. The rest of the time, he didn't. He gave up zero takedowns in four years of high school wrestling. Wow. Zero. 130 and zero. zero, one hundred and thirty and oh zero takedowns. Uh, went on to Oklahoma and had a good solid career and. Um, he never AA'd, but he did win the big 12s one year and, um, you know, D1's freaking tough, man. But some guys from Pennsylvania, instead of being like, wow, that's amazing. They have to be like, he would never do that in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, probably not, probably not, but he did it in Kansas and there's no, you can't say that he wouldn't have done that if he'd grown up in Pennsylvania, you know? Yeah. So so just shut up. Just (laughs) shut up. I haven't said it yet, Kurt I know, we're
1: 12 minutes in Neither one of us has said it
0: I've been on the verge a couple times though I know, I see you
1: catching yourself
0: Yeah (laughs) Um, I like your shirt there, buddy Oh, thanks, man Did you
1: go to the Olympic trials?
0: Yeah, Uh, Tom Ryan Head coach of Ohio State Hooked me up with tickets uh, Years ago when I did the Ohio Regional Regional Training Center uh, There at the Funny Bone in Columbus Um, I did it twice. And the second time we had a really good conversation both times, but then the second time he was like, are you going to the trials? And I was like, nah, you know, whatever. And he, anyway, long story short, he got me tickets and, uh, I went to the trials and it was the best tournament I think I've ever gone to in my life. I mean, every match was just NCA champ versus NCA champ. And they're all going for something spectacular. And, Mm -hmm. um, Mark Hall and Logan Massa had maybe the best match I've ever seen. I mean, they just back and forth. It was like twelve to eleven or something when it was all said and done. And um, every match, though, that was when Jaden Cox got beat by Kyle Dake in one of his matches. Mm. Dude, Kyle Dake is a freak. He the guy was one hundred. We weighed one hundred eighty five pounds. You know, Jaden was cutting from like probably two ten or something. Yeah, and he took a match from Jaden. I think people. I think sometimes people don't realize just how freaking amazing Kyle Dake is. But anyway, it was a great tournament. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I became friends with uh, with with uh, uh, Tom Ryan. I stayed in his hotel room, which is another kind of funny story because I when I he gave me like the key or whatever, and I get in there and there's only one bed, and I'm like, oh shit, I can't. <laughs> I don't know him that well. I can't expect him to just crawl into bed with me. Yeah, and then I look over in the corner, and there's like this rollaway bed, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, <laughs> so got into that." And then the guy's so cool when he gets there; he's like, "Ah, oh, you didn't have to sleep in that, you know? This bag's huge. You could have slept in here." And I'm like, "Yeah, it would have been kind of weird." But <laughs> um, what a great dude. And I, I also, and then I'll shut up and we'll start talking about what's actually going on in current wrestling. But um, I also texted my mom from the trials. And I was like, mom, I brought a, I, I'm brought. at the Olympic trials and I brought a singlet. And at this point I'm in like, I don't know, I'm like 43. I bring my mom, I send my mom a text saying, I brought a singlet and I weighed in and I wrestled and I'm in the finals. And she's like, oh, Tim, I just knew you could do it. I know you can do it. And she was all fired up for me. And I let her sit with it for a little while, you know, because I was like, you know, if I was naive enough to think my kid was in the Olympic trials finals, I'd want to just enjoy that for a few hours, so yeah. I did i didn't I didn't tell her the truth for a few hours, and I was like, "Mom, I couldn't score a point on these guys on my <laughs> on my best day twenty years ago, much less now.
1: <laughs> You're such a butthole.
0: Well, God bless her for thinking that I was capable of such a thing. um, it was so funny. That is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you moms out there. God bless
1: all of you, even though none of you are watching this. That's great. Yeah, yeah. the Tom Ryan book that you uh, loaned me was really good. What's that? The Tom Ryan book that you uh, went to me was really good.
0: Oh, yeah. Chosen Suffering. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great book, man. He was, you know, he's an amazing dude. I mean, not just wrestling coach, but he lost his son when he was – can't remember if Teague
1: was four or five. I think he said four on your podcast, if I remember right.
0: Yeah, he was almost five though, and that was the that was what led him to God and everything. And it's just a really great story, and I mean, not great. It's sad as hell, but it's uh, yeah. very um, uplifting in a sad way. You know what I
1: mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're a if you're a reader, I recommend it. Chosen Suffering by <laughs> Tom Ryan. Um, so, should we talk about some wrestling, buddy?
1: Yeah, a little bit ago you said uh, it was NCA champ versus NCA champ, and we got to see a match like that this week with uh, David Carr and Keegan O'Toole.
0: Yeah, and you we were did. you were right about that, and I picked wrong. I picked Keegan to beat him. And what, what what are your thoughts on? I feel like I've been talking a lot so far. So, what were your thoughts on that match, Curtis?
1: Man. What a great match. Uh, did you think it was that great of a match, though? Yeah, I did. I mean, the the second second period, you know, uh, O'Toole had a shot at a takedown towards the end of the period, and David Carr ended up getting it. Uh, yeah, Carr, I mean, he was just able to get takedowns right at the, <clears throat> you know, with uh, not much time left in the first and the second. And then he was able to ride him out. But I thought... Uh, I thought it was really good. I mean even though it was 7 to 2, you know.
0: Yeah, I uh
1: I mean I, there were opportunities for O'Toole to score and then Carr ended up scoring, so
0: Yeah, um, maybe maybe I should go back and watch it again, but um I well, after I watched it, I was like, "Man, I don't I don't know if Keegan's ever going to beat David Carr." And that's a mistake for me to think that because somebody like Keegan is going to go back to the drawing board and and get, you know, I heard Kendrick Maple talking about it. Who's a Kansas guy, by the way.
1: Oh, is he? Um,
0: yeah. Um, nice. My friend Jeremy used to talk about how freaking quick he was in high school.
1: Um, oh, I bet.
0: Went on to win an NCAA championship. Um, but he was talking to him right after, like immediately he went to him and was like, what did I do wrong kind of a thing. So you can't count Keegan O'Toole out by any means. The guy's... It's only his second loss in college, and he's
1: mm-hmm.
0: obviously a freaking stud. But um,
1: yeah, and he was close to getting a reversal in the third, even um, you know, which would have made it a totally different match. But yeah, I mean, there were opportunities for him to score, and he just missed. And I mean, if if he gets one of those, I mean, it's a way different match.
0: But David got two takedowns. He got off the bottom. He rode mm-hmm. him the entire third period. Yeah. After watching that match, I was like, "Man, I knew David Carr was good, but man, yeah, <laughs> he looked unbeatable in that yeah. match. Um, so we'll see how it shakes out at Big 12s and then probably NCAs, but because um, that's 165 is such a deep weight class, and you know, obviously David got upset last year so anything can happen, but mm-hmm. but man, hey, did he look good?" Mm-hmm. Uh, what the matches in that duel stood out to you?
1: Um, I didn't get to watch the whole duel. I just watched that match, and then I saw the end of the Brock Mahler-Panero Johnson match. Yeah. And that was pretty good. Johnson almost had him taken down in overtime, and then Mahler ended up pinning him.
0: Yeah, and um, I mean, he was going to win no matter what, but I don't know how they called that a pin when, when Mahler's arm was underneath the shoulder of Panero. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, he, you know, this is a pin. This is Panero's shoulder. I'm yeah. Like, it's not a pin. <laughs> I think, I think I've said this before, but I think there are times where the referee just wants to hear the crowd oh, go freaking for sure. nuts. Yeah. And they know it doesn't ultimately matter. I can't remember what the team score, if it was close enough that it would have mattered, but. When my yeah. brother and I, when my brother and I went to NCAs, I mean, I saw it right and left. Refs calling pin, and I think they just like hearing the crowd go.
1: Ah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they and have they go that home to their wives, and they're like, "Did you hear that crowd roar when I called that pin?"
0: Yeah, and their wife was like, "I didn't think no. he was pinning." He's like, oh, "I totally wasn't, but did you hear what I did? <laughs> I made the crowd do that.
1: <laughs> that was me."
0: <laughs> it's just like when Thomas Gilman pinned. Thomasello one year at the NCAA finals in the semis in overtime. I mean, Thomasello was not even close to being pinned, and <laughs> they called it. I'm like, come on, yeah, grow up. <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke. Um, I know. Yeah, I know you know, but I'm explaining to the eight people watching this, Kurt.
1: <laughs> well, we're up to eight now. I
0: don't know. <clears throat>
1: Doubled our numbers. Nice.
0: <laughs> you know, I, there's a way on Rockfin to see how many people are watching it, and I suppose I should be uh, finding out. Um, and I know people listen to it on, you know, it's on SoundCloud and Apple and Spotify. And, uh, oh, cool. So I know there are at least, at least hundreds of people watch it and maybe more. But yeah. um, uh, I, I really just enjoy doing it. So, you know. It's not about like getting famous or anything, but uh, at the same time, you know I would love for the numbers to grow and get huge obviously that's that's part of why we're doing it, but I
1: mm-hmm.
0: also just like talking about wrestling, and I like talking to my buddy, so you know I think
1: yeah people it's have... yeah, it's hard to find people to talk wrestling with that aren't complete morons,
0: yeah, <laughs> I know they all think it's like w w e or yeah, you know as someone who did wrestle for a long time, I can tell within. Two or three minutes of talking to someone, not even that long if they didn't really wrestle. You know? Oh yeah. And they always try to act like they did, you know. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, I know you suck, dude. I can tell. Yeah. Um so what else about that duel? Panero Johnson got beat. Um 49, dude. Gonna be an interesting weight class.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Austin Gomez, hope he is healthy enough to wrestle. Um if not, that sucks. Um, What's wrong with him? I don't know. He got hurt against Thomas from Northwestern. Um, hasn't wrestled since. So,
0: Did he finish the match or did he lose the match?
1: He lost the match. He ended up defaulting out. That sucks. Yeah. So I'm guessing he will probably try to wrestle a match at the Big Ten tournament and then default out. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of guys do that, because, uh, you know, Kamameen's been hurt. I think Aaron Brooks has been out for a couple weeks, too. And then Ohio State, they have uh, Romero and Smith have been out. So, I don't know. It's hard to say who's going to finish the tournament and who... You know... Yeah,
0: I I don't have any stats on this particular topic, like how many people throughout history of college wrestling have been injured and done that kind of shit, but... I think injuries, especially like season affecting injuries, because everyone's injured at some level when they get to NCAs. It's just the nature of the sport, but um you know, I hate all this diving underneath shit that they do. I think that's part of why people get their knees blown out so much and the scramble positions where they're, you know, heads are at each other's feet and they're just like these weird and I, I scream at the T V all the time. Cross face, <laughs> use a freaking cross face. If a guy's in deep on you, man, peel it yeah. off. Peel her, put your, put that bone right there on their nose. My high school's coach used to talk about it all the time. He's like, and just rake it across there. Nice and slow, but hard. And they oh, do. People let go of your leg when you do that. And I see, I, you know, these guys were better than I ever was, but I'm just like, do they not? teach that anymore? Is it just not in their vocabulary anymore? Because I see high level guys that I'm like, you could get that guy off your damn leg if you would just, you know, you don't got to dive underneath and reach way over and grab that, you know, I see mm-hmm. why that's, you know, this sport is evolved in some ways, but sometimes you just got to cross face and mother effer, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I hate more than anything in the world is getting hit in the nose. And uh, that's the only time I've ever been in a fight in my life is someone hit me in the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you lose that fight? No, I didn't. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. Well, one one was against a friend that it wasn't really a fight like he accidentally hit me in the nose and I punched him just <laughs> reacting.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then one was a a bully of mine that I had in middle school. He punched me in the nose and i'd beat the hell out of him good for you buddy uh
0: yeah getting hit in the nose does hurt a lot yeah um if i if i ever had a daughter especially i'd be like nose eyes throat balls not necessarily in that order um sorry somebody's calling me it distracted me let me turn that phone over Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yesterday at the park, speaking of getting hit in the nose, my boy and I were playing, we're doing this game and I had this soccer ball and I threw it to him from kind of far away and it hit him square in the freaking nose, dude. Oh yeah. And you talk about feeling like an asshole. Um, (laughs) I did, but he's a tough little booger. Um, anyway, so is there anything else about the uh, Missouri Iowa state duel that you wanted to say before we moved on?
1: Um, no, not really. I mean, I think Elon beat Bastida, but that was probably yeah. a good match. I'd like to find that on YouTube if it's on there. Um, you know,
0: it, it wasn't that great of a match. Elon looked great. And, yeah. And I mean, the score wasn't, it's not like he molly him, but he handled him in every phase of the match. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I forget about Elam sometimes when I start
1: thinking about who's going to win 97. He's been, he's been my pick to win it all year. Really? Yeah, even after he lost to Cerber. Yeah. yeah, I think he's good, man.
0: Well, shit happens, dude. I, I was just watching the uh, Arizona State um, Nebraska duel, and Brock Hardy got beat by a guy, a freshman rank who was six and five. I think he was their backup.
1: He's yeah, he's a redshirt. He's redshirting this year.
0: He almost pinned yeah. him. Yeah, and I thought for sure I was like, well, he's down six nothing, but you know, he's going to come back or, and then that kid just kept tying up his legs. Every time yeah. he would, every time he would start to do something, he would, um, he had some great clock eating maneuvers and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, things can just happen in this sport. So, so server get server beating him um, was a surprise,
1: but uh, yeah, you know, things happen, man. Yeah. That was, that was a crazy upset. I mean, that guy huh. was, he was a really good high school wrestler, but I mean, yeah. he's lost some to some nobodies this year, so.
0: Yeah, we're all somebody, Kurt.
1: Well, I mean, very low-ranked guys. There you go. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> we seek not to offend anyone. On yeah, I
1: shouldn't say that. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, it's okay. I don't care that much, buddy.
1: <laughs> uh Well, <laughs> I, know, I know there might be wrestlers watching this that are ranked pretty low, and I mean, they're obviously doing things I could never do, so I shouldn't talk about them like that. Yeah, well,
0: screw them. They ought to be better.
1: That's right. Yeah, you can't <laughs> even start for your own team. Come on, guys. <laughs> They'll watch us. And, you know, I'll show you guys. I'll Dude, be starting.
0: sometimes I don't get phone calls for like days, and then I go to do a podcast, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna slide that off. Oh my god! I never get phone calls, and it's awesome. I don't either, unless I'm doing a podcast. Just turned it off. Uh, okay, where do you want to go next, Curtis?
1: Um, did you get to watch NC State North Carolina at all? There a couple of good matches in that one.
0: I did not. I don't have the no. ACC capabilities. You don't? No. Oh. I should.
1: Do you have YouTube TV?
0: Of course. I mean, I have YouTube.
1: Oh. Well, it's on YouTube TV.
0: Is that a different thing than just regular YouTube?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's got a bunch of different channels. It's got ACC Network and Big Ten Network. That's why I'm able to watch a couple. They usually show like one duel a week on ACC.
0: Well, let's touch on it real quick before we get to the Iowa-Oklahoma State duel. What did did I miss?
1: Um, The two matches that I watched closely were Ryan Jack versus Lachlan McNeil and then Austin O'Connor versus Ed Scott. Both of them were like super close, low-scoring matches, but um, super tight and, uh, no upsets, but, uh, I don't know. I think Lachlan McNeil is going to be really good. He's a freshman and, uh, yeah, Austin O'Connor looks great. Good.
0: Good for him. Does he still have his sweet hair?
1: Um, he does. Well, yeah, but it's a little different than when he won the title. Did he, he have did like he a cornrow or something?
0: Yeah. Like a cornrow mullet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> who's that one guy we were rooting for? Was it uh, Britt Wilson that one year? <laughs> well, who's he, who yeah, did he wrestle for? I think he, for? Had a, he wrestled for Northern Illinois.
0: There was another guy that wrestled for Purdue, I think.
1: Oh, uh, Garrett Ninehouse. Garrett Ninehouse. Yeah, he's at Oklahoma now.
0: He had some just, looked like a dog chewed his half his hair off or
1: something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How about that guy speaking of hair? Before we move on, how about that? I think he's an athletic trainer or something from Michigan.
1: Ah, oh, dude, the sculler. <laughs>
0: that thing. I mean, I'm like,
1: dude. I think he was cutting his his uh, wrestlers on purpose just to so get some airtime. That <laughs> sweet sculler. <laughs> he reminded me of. Did you ever see uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Yeah. Um do you remember that guy that picked him up? His name was Freak Show. He had all those boils on his face no no oh, he his hair reminded me of his. He looked okay. like him without the boils <clears throat> on his face
0: yeah well his his skulllet is one of a kind. I've never seen one quite. oh like yeah, one.
1: it should be seated at the tournament <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so what were the, what were we talking about before I got distracted by hair
1: um I don't know. Oh, we are talking about Austin O'Connor, and then we started talking about hair.
0: Yeah.
1: Cam Caffey's still got the best hair in wrestling, though.
0: How's Cam's season going?
1: Uh, Pretty good. He beat Bronigal, um, And then I know they had a non-conference duel this weekend, so I'm guessing he probably won. So I don't know what he's ranked, though. Let me go look.
0: I still don't this, think he's been the same since he moved up to 97, but that's just yeah. my opinion said it a thousand times. But
1: he's, uh, yeah, he's looked all right this year. He's ranked number 13, and he's 18 and three, so. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. The, uh yeah, Big Ten tournament at 97 is going to be awesome.
0: I sure hope a lot of people don't forfeit out, man. That stuff yeah.
1: just
0: stuff sucks to me. But, yeah, learn to cross face. Maybe you wouldn't blow your knees out. Okay.
1: That's right, yeah. <clears throat>
0: Uh, so you ready to talk about oklahoma state and iowa
1: yeah we could do that that was a good one
0: should we start at 125 or should we start at 65 like they did the duel
1: yeah we could do that
0: well which one dum-dum
1: 65 (laughs) uh
0: yeah uh, that was a pretty good match man um it was really good yeah yeah, what's his name is twelve and twelve now, but he's taking yeah. tough, dude. You can never he count is. Wyatt Sheets out. Yeah, four time, four time Oklahoma State champ. Got a- yeah, I
1: mean he's uh, he's. I think he's probably had the toughest schedule in the country out of any wrestler. I mean, I yeah. haven't looked at everyone's schedule, but I mean, he's wrestled. I think he's wrestled the top three guys, who are all former champs, and then you know, lost to those guys had to wrestle Kennedy um should have wrestled Cam but yeah he's had a tough schedule but I mean I I I could see him you know possibly placing or at least pulling a pretty good upset to knock someone out
0: I can't see him placing because that bracket is so deep but he's tough yeah he he gave uh he gave Kennedy all he wanted and 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 he was right there to tie it at the end. I think he kind of rushed it a little bit, that takedown. Yeah. Um and then Kennedy capitalized on it, but mm-hmm. he, was, he was about to take him down. And uh, you know, he's very hard to ride and um but anyway, Patrick Kennedy as the year has gone on. Um he, I, I would be very surprised if he didn't place.
1: Yeah, ever since that car loss, uh he's looked really good. Yeah.
0: And now that we've seen what Keegan, what he did to Keegan, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, that wasn't a bad loss by any means. Oh yeah. I mean, Carr handled him pretty good, but he also just handled the national champ pretty good too. So Mm -hmm. yeah, he looks great, man. Yeah. And and always very, uh, um, gives all the, all the glory to God and everything. And, and, you know, I'm a Christian and I try to be better about it all the time, but I, I, watch that guy and I I get kind of jealous of him. You know, he also had Nate Carr raising him. Um so he was uh you know super Christian. Mr. you know he's a, just a great dude but I, I strive to be more like David Carr who's mm-hmm. twenty three years younger than me or whatever. But yeah. What a great person. Um
1: Patrick so- Kennedy too. He uh, his walkout <laughs> music is Pantera. That's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're a Satan worshiper, I guess. I <laughs> know, uh, but he does look really tough and, uh, going to be a hard guy to beat at NCAs. but for most people, um, so then we go on to 74, man, I'll let you start.
1: Yeah. Nelson Brands. I was actually, uh, I was thinking he was going to win that one. Plot's kind of been on, the uh, losing streak, so. Uh, good for brands, man. Uh, that was a great match, I thought. Um, plot plot seems a tad undersized for seventy four to me. You think so?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I may not know what I am talking about at all, but um, yeah, he he doesn't seem like the biggest seventy four pounder on earth. Yeah. Um, so are you done with your analysis?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Brands has a little scoring match, like most Nelson Brands matches, but...
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, after watching that match and seeing him against Labriola and uh, Storacci, I'm like, man, I'm barring some kind of injury. I'm pretty sure uh, old Nelson's going to place.
1: I hope so, man. That'd be great. I mean, I know there's some guys ahead of him that have been hurt, which probably will help, like... Uh, Cornell's guy, I think, might be hurt. And Ohio State's guy. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, he might have to face Ruth again, which would probably be another good match. Still like to see him against O'Reilly from Minnesota, which could happen at the Big Ten tournament.
0: He lost to Ruth, right?
1: Yeah, like 2-1. to
0: Yeah. Yeah, but he's going to be tough for anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. So, good for Nelson. That was a good win for him. I think every match... You Know, I know it was eight to twos going Iowa's way, but every match except for 25 was like, dude, either guy 32. could win, yeah, and 33. Um, but you know, eight of the 10 matches like, man, well, and I guess Cassiope, yeah, Cassiope, Cassiope, Doucette. I mean, he was a pretty heavy favorite, um, yeah,
1: set stuff, man. <clears throat> He's uh, it he keeps it close with with everybody
0: yeah i i I would like to have his dad on my podcast sometime benji who was on my team and uh and talk to him um i think i think connor could pull the trigger a little more and and maybe maybe win some of these uh close matches that he loses you know Um, yeah he he
1: beat he he beat heinzelman the other night uh from oklahoma yeah and he he lost to him previously this year so
0: yeah, and he was right there with uh, Mason and and mm-hmm. and kept it close against Cassiope. But I feel like if he was just like, I don't know, he, he looks like he's okay with keeping him keeping him close and and not necessarily, um, you know. And I don't know at all what goes on in his mind as far as that stuff goes. But I'm like, dude, just get after him. It doesn't matter if you lose four to zero or six to zero. But yeah, I, I'm I'm completely there pot calling the kettle black on that one. Cause I lost a lot of matches that way in my career, which was never as good as Connor Vucet. So yeah. Um, but yeah, he's still just a sophomore. So mm-hmm. I would I would like to see him have a great big 12 tournament and, uh, and, you know, he could place at NCAAs. You never know, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's ranked number 20 right now by Intermat, which is awesome. Yeah. So I would, um, I would imagine he'll definitely qualify. And then, uh, yeah, the Big Twelve has some uh, solid heavyweights, so if you can yeah. pull an upset and maybe get in the finals or semifinals, it'd be nice.
0: Has he wrestled Hendrickson yet from
1: Air Force? Um I don't think so. But I will double check. Um let's see, Hendrickson twenty three and one. I don't know if they wrestled Oklahoma State this year. Doesn't look like it. Okay. Not this year anyway.
0: Well, I'm picking Connor and uh, Hendrickson to meet in the finals. And I have no idea who else is at heavyweight in the Big 12, but that's who I'm picking.
1: Well, there's Elam, uh, the guy from Iowa State. Um, Neville's is tough. So. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it'll be a good one. It's pretty solid dudes. And
0: then uh, 84, a good win for A Basad. Asin, yeah, i
1: back in the lineup.
0: I'm still not sure if it's Acid or Assad. Been watching the guy wrestle for four years. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Oh, it's Assad, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think Whitlake's an undersized 184 for sure. Yeah. Um,
0: but he looks like he's filled into the weight too from the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, last year I don't know what happened to him, but at the end of the year, I don't know if he was hurt or what, but he just. Yeah, he got a weird. Yeah, he got weird finish. Yeah,
0: he got hurt and didn't he take a whole year off or no, or didn't he? No,
1: he wrestled. uh, I'm pretty sure he wrestled against Iowa last year. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, my family's home. I didn't know they were going to be home earlier, and I can hear him. It's distracting as hell. Um, my my little boy's like, Daddy, Daddy. So if that's on the podcast, sorry for anybody listening. But and then Warner, good for him, had a good win over Cerber.
1: Um Yeah, another close s- one. Dill doesn't cool. quite look
0: still doesn't quite look himself, but at least he pulled it out and got a win. Yeah. If you're a Hawkeye fan, you know, um and Cerber, you know, that guy gets tougher all the time. Beat Rocky
1: yeah. Elam. i surprised, uh you know, he he's actually done really well lately, you know, he got that win over Elam and wasn't sure how he'd do it. Ninety seven. I don't know because he was at heavyweight last year, so yeah. But yeah, he's had a good year. Yeah, and then uh, heavyweight we already
0: talked about, and uh, Cassiope. Um, I would be very surprised if he did not end up third again in the NCAs, maybe fourth. Yeah, um, I always forget about Colton Schultz
1: and uh, Lucas Davison.
0: Lucas Davison's in there. Um, heavyweight's tough, man, even without mm-hmm. Gable. Yeah. It, is it too late for Gable to come back. Yeah, probably, I think so. Probably is eligibility-wise.
1: Yeah. It'd be great it would be crazy did. if he came back and wrestled as like a 14 seed. Pigtails big
0: he pigtails into the NCAA tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you're the pigtail and out comes Gable Stevenson? You're like Fuck. <laughs> Dang it, yeah. I just I just kind of yeah, said I, the word 42 minutes into it.
1: Well, you're quoting somebody, Mason Paris, maybe.
0: I was quoting a fictional character. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What if Mason Paris had to wrestle all of a sudden the first round, he's like, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> because yeah, there, he, has
1: to, he has to be enrolled in school, I think, and I don't think he is. Because, so. man, as physical
0: and as Dominant for the most part that Mason Paris has been this year. Um, Gable Stevenson used to just—I mean, he used to just kind of abuse him, dude. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you'd be like, "All right, dude, that wasn't necessary," but—but but yeah. man, <laughs>
1: yeah, he always did that with Cassiope too, man. Yeah, and it's like man, Cassiope is the best heavyweight I was had in a long time, and he's just has nothing for Stevenson.
0: Yeah, and neither did Paris. I mean, ever yeah. he just and he would like he would just be punking him out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: Damn, this guy is mean mm-hmm. <laughs> when he wants to be. Yeah. Um, okay, so then uh, Spencer did what Spencer does. He, uh,
1: you know, just cartwheeled his way his way into a pen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that kid must just be so freaking strong, dude. Mm-hmm to do the things he does to people. That first period, you know, it's easy to say if you can get out of the first period with Spencer, you know, you got a shot, you know, getting out. Of, that's, that's, that's one thing. It's like saying, if you can dodge this bullet, you'll live. Like, you know.
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you got three minutes to do it.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got three minutes to dodge this bullet. and We're going to shoot <laughs> it at you 12 times. <laughs> yeah. All right. But if you can do it, it's like Mike Tyson's punch-out. If you can get past that first 30 seconds, you got a shot. Yeah. But if you don't get out of that 30 seconds, you're done. And I feel like that's what it's like wrestling Spencer Lee.
1: Yeah. Uh, from what Actually, I, I calculated his matches that he wrestled at Carver for his career. So he went 26-0. And, and out of a possible 182 minutes, he only wrestled 92, I think. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, a, to to bonus 79 guys out of 92 is just phenomenal. And I bet the number of just major decisions is pretty low. I bet the number of techs and pins um, is just off the charts mm-hmm. for that guy.
1: So, yeah. yeah. It was like 32 or 33 pins, I think. I, was I don't know how
0: many tech falls. I was definitely going to miss his ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a good solid 25 next year, but he ain't Spencer Lee. Nobody is. Man. Yeah. But um, he's got,
1: I mean, he'll have a good shot to uh place next year for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I but can see as, him uh,
1: contending for a title even. Yeah. 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 I mean, Glory's gone. Um, Brandon Courtney's gone. Cronin's gone. And... Uh, I think is going to end up moving to 133 because they've got a solid 25 guy coming in. So, Yeah, we kind of
0: glossed over the uh, Nebraska duel, but Liam Cronin had a nice win over uh, Courtney.
1: Yeah, that was a great match. Yeah,
0: I didn't get to watch the entire duel. I've still got about four matches left to watch. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, back to the iowa Oklahoma State duel. Um, then 33, Brody Teske, man. Um, Dayton Fix didn't look... Like himself out there necessarily till the third period. Yeah. But the guy is just a freaking champion, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was proud of Teskey for keeping it that close, man. I mean, he wrestled him great. And then, uh, you know, he Tes- went for it. And-
0: Teskey's tough, man. That guy has been, I don't know how many times he's been taken down, given giving up the first takedown, but um, it's almost like it just pisses him off or something because he, He's a hard dude to beat, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely could see Teske placing uh, this year.
1: Yeah, I hope so, man.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he's tough, and I know you're a big Iowa fan. And that's something we don't even really have time to talk about, but the Iowa State Finals were pretty damn entertaining as well.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Uh, the app that I watch them on, they're not even on there right now, so I haven't got to watch them yet. Okay. But Teske's also from Fort Dodge, which is where all my family's from, so yeah. rude, extra hard for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he looks really tough. Um, I haven't been able to watch all the Iowa state matches e- finals either, but the ones I did get to watch and I complain about this all the time to you, but in the, um, it's my biggest, one of my biggest knocks against Flo is I'm like, stop telling us in the captions who won the match. Uh-huh. Not everyone gets to watch it live. Just let us watch it. We pay 150 yeah. bucks a year for this shit. Let us watch the match instead of being mm-hmm. like, blah, blah, blah. Pulls it out in overtime. Here it is. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't need to watch it now. I mean, I mm-hmm. will because I love wrestling, but it's so much more entertaining to watch a match come down to the wire and not know who's going to win yeah. Than it, than it is to already know. You know, I don't understand who makes those decisions and why they're like, why? Just
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid.
0: Yeah, it's really stupid.
1: But also speaking on one thirty three, my cousin won his conference tournament at the NAIA level. That's awesome, and he two plays end, last year, right? Didn't ends he ends in a major. Didn't he? get yeah, He place? Uh, he's placed both years, uh, fifth and fourth. It's awesome. Junior this year, so he's ranked number one. So really, it's, yeah.
0: Is he undefeated? Besides, uh, I mean, in NAIA.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think he's undefeated in NAIA. He's lost to. Two division one guys and uh division two guy, and then, is this a cousin
0: you just you speak to or that you just live vicariously through?
1: Yeah, I've never met him. Okay, <laughs> I did, yeah, I just well, it's funny because I was actually watching the uh, state finals a few years ago at my mom's house, and my mom's like, What are you watching? I was like, Oh, it's the state wrestling finals, and she's like, Oh, your cousin's wrestling. I was like, Really? i was like who is it and then uh right when she said that like she looked at the tv and he was getting his medal and she's like oh that's him right there <laughs> which is cool because i was rooting for him cause he wrestled for Fort dodge anyway so yeah and he beat uh hunter garvin in the finals which was cool yeah. he wrestles at stanford now
0: and then moving on to 41 um Carter Young, dude, uh, he's had some great wins lately. He beat Moses Schwartz, and I can't remember who all he's beat. Um, Shane Sparks was talking about it, but he's had uh-huh. a great run lately other than having trouble getting off the bottom, which is, like, the worst thing to, to have trouble with when you're wrestling real Woods because, yeah. you know, Spencer's obviously the best guy on top that Iowa has, but I think real Woods is behind, you know, pretty close behind him as far as, like, he's – He's very tough on top. And yeah, and I know he's not ranked second behind Alirez, but he's definitely my personal favorite to win it this year.
1: Yeah, same here. I haven't got to see much of Alirez. Um, hopefully I'll get to watch the, I don't know, the Big 12 tournament. They usually just show the finals on ESPN. So yeah. I haven't really got to see much of him. But yeah, I like him. He's always looking to score. And, uh, I don't know. Did you see, uh, which match was it? I want to say after the Michigan match, he was wearing a cool New Mexico hat. It was like black and gold. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I commented on this thing on Instagram. I was like, where'd you get that hat? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> to you? What's that?
0: Did he respond to you?
1: Yeah, he said it was a gift, so he's not sure where it's from.
0: Oh, really? That was nice of him to respond. Yeah yeah he seems like a pretty nice kid there's There's a minute there that I thought he was kind of cocky, but um I
1: think
0: yeah. I kind of changed my tune on that.
1: yeah, I thought it was cool that he uh went and found Brock Hardy after the duel and shook his hand for a good match.
0: Yeah, you can still hear me good, right? yeah, okay um, so yeah, um Carter Young is you know he, he needs to get, learn to get off bottom, but he's uh he's looking a lot better.
1: Yeah, forty one is going to be really good at Big Twelve tournament too. There's a lot of solid guys there.
0: Yeah, um, I think you can watch it the whole thing somewhere. I'm not sure where, maybe
1: yeah.
0: it's end, but um, yeah, he's uh, he really got it kind of put on him though with uh, old real woods, real real mm-hmm. looks damn tough. Yeah, and then uh, forty nine. I'm really hoping Max Murin has himself a good uh, postseason because I like Max Murin a lot, especially the more I hear about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another great match. Uh, another great match. Victor Voinovich is tough as shit.
1: Man, he's good, yeah.
0: That dude is as put together as any kid in the country. hmm I mean, he just looks strong as an ox out there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's going to place this year, but I think he's going to be – I think he'll place a couple times in his career at least.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. A, so – Mm-hmm. Um. Is there anything else you want to say about that particular match?
1: Um. No. Yeah. Like you said, you know, Max is, you know, he's he's becoming one of my favorites too. Just seems like a good dude and wrestles hard. And uh, I heard Chane
0: talking about how he has something called, uh, or he did something a couple of years ago called "Good Mirror in America." Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like a morning talk show or something.
1: Yeah, he used to uh, post videos on Twitter. Stuff like that. It was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that is funny.
1: And he has a. I think he has a pet snake too. Miss his. Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like it interrupted you. Was there something else you're going to say about Max?
1: Um, not that I remember. No. Sorry about that. But no. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for him. Not not just because he's an Iowa guy, but mostly because yeah. he's an Iowa guy. Yeah.
0: And then I know that you were glad to see Kobe Seabrick win that match, but I was also kind of happy for John Smith that he, that, that, that they won one to close it out because it had been such a rough duel for him as far as mm-hmm. they had so many close matches that they lost and they gave up. I, I mean, I would hate to have been an Oklahoma State Cowboy in that locker room because I bet John Smith was just like, you can't give up points at the end of periods like that, and you can't be doing this and that because they gave up a lot of points, like with just a few seconds left in the period. And, um, it is fun to watch John Smith in the corner. You know, I, yeah. wish, I wish they would focus on him more. Uh, yeah, I
1: want to rewatch, uh, because I think he was yelling some stuff at Carter Young during that match, too. I'll have to rewatch it because, um, I usually listen to Ironside on the radio. Like I link it up with the TV and then I'll go back and watch the TV and see what they have to say during the duel. But I haven't rewatched it yet.
0: Yeah. John Smith is just so, I don't know if he realizes how funny he is. Yeah. And he hates referees as much as I do, or he Mm -hmm. gets frustrated with them as I do. Um, and he's a legend, so they're kind of scared of him, but he's just like... <laughs> he just gets his look on his face, like, he gets this little smile, and he's just like...
1: <laughs> you freaking idiots. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I was, I was nervous, because Seabrook came out with a, a brace around his shoulder. Yeah. Like, ah, great. Now he's hurt. <laughs> yeah. But he uh he wrestled a good match, and ended up coming up short, but... Um feller's tough man he's always been tough
0: he knows how to he knows how to win um yeah you know some sometimes he does that stuff where he'll you know get a deep waist and and tie up their arm and just try to push him out of bounds to get stall calls and I think that's kind of bullshit but but he definitely i mean it's totally something I would have done um <laughs> so I know what he's doing um and I saw him win a big twelve title that way he just kept pushing oh that, yeah uh can't remember his name.
1: Oklahoma kid, right?
0: Yeah. Oklahoma guy. Um, but anyway, he kept doing that and pushed him out of bounds enough that he got a stall, stall points. And that's kind of how he won. And I bet John Smith was just like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, the, the rules are in place to be gamed and, uh, wrestlers are experts yeah. at it. Feller's just a tough dude. As far as that stuff goes, he, and he had a four-time undefeated high school career. I mean, the guy definitely knows how to wrestle and
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: he just knows how to win matches and you know, you got to appreciate that too. I mean, there's 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 uh different ways to win. Um so again, going back to like Yanni, I mean, Yanni knows how to win too and he doesn't yeah. always blow everyone out, but that's also because he just wrestles a different kind of style, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so uh what else do you want to talk about before we get out of here, Kurt? Oh, um what was I gonna say? I think I, I think that's it. Um, well
1: Oklahoma State's gonna be they've got uh some solid young guys coming in. I think they're gonna be tough for the next uh few years for sure. Um and that was only the second time Iowa's had their full starting lineup this year. Wow. And uh yeah, they whipped Nebraska and then beat Oklahoma State. So Yeah.
0: Beat them, beat them both, really good. So yeah, um, yeah, but there's
1: a lot of close matches too, and uh, yeah, luckily they went Iowa's way. Hopefully, those close matches will go Iowa's way in the tournaments, also.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Oklahoma State fan. I mean, there's a few teams that I that I like more than others, and uh, they're definitely one of them. So mm-hmm. I, I always hope they do well, and it'd be cool if they could get a trophy this year. Maybe they will. Um, certainly be certainly a possibility. And you're right, they do have great recruits coming in. And uh, what was I going to say? Something about, oh, this John Smith, speaking of him, he's still got a couple of boys coming up that are probably going to wrestle for him in a couple years here.
1: Yeah, he's got one that I know of, who's not like a huge recruit or anything, but he'll still be at Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah, he'll be at Oklahoma State and he's a Smith and, and you know, who knows how good they'll end up getting. If anything, sometimes I think that's almost better um to come in with room to improve rather than just being like, you know, one of the top recruits and then your career not always panning out the way people think it's going to. Yeah. So just because there's not they're not top recruits or whatever doesn't mean they won't end up being amazing. Um, mm-hmm. especially once they become men and John Smith gets, you know, does his thing with them, um, yeah, and they've certainly got the certainly got the bloodline for it. So, uh, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here?
1: Um, no, there's uh, yeah, there's nothing really going on this weekend. I think there's a couple duels, like Oregon State, Stanford's the only one that stands out. And so next week we we'll probably talk about conference tournaments. The seating should be coming out pretty soon. So.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk about Ohio State versus Cornell, but from what you were telling me, they they pulled pretty much every match worth worth watching. So,
1: yeah, it seems like there weren't very many like top ten matches, except for Vito versus Mendez. Like Yanni didn't wrestle. Sasso, uh, Ethan Smith, and Caleb Romero were out. I think I think I read somewhere that Cornell's heavyweight might have quit um he was ranked you know top 15 maybe so he might be done um yeah but that that was the only one that i remember that actually was a decent match was Vito versus mendez
0: yeah but he put it on mendez right
1: yeah i didn't see it but yeah it was like eight to one
0: yeah eight to one against mendez pretty pretty good and and i you know everybody talks about rby and and fix and and certainly uh, the safe bet would be the, that they're going to be in the finals together, but you cannot count out Vito, man. That guy mm-hmm. is good and he's good in all positions. And you know, I would definitely pick Dayton fix to beat him, but I wouldn't be like, Oh my God, if, if uh, fix somehow got beat by Vito, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the shocker of the year. And then Vito and RBY have never wrestled. Um, so you just never know with these kind of things and how it's going to yeah. play. The NCAs are always full of surprises, and I know we've got the conference tournaments before that even happens. But um, you, you know, I, I I forget about Vito sometimes, and uh, he's 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 pretty damn tough, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm excited. Uh, 133 will be pretty fun. There's some pretty solid dudes there.
0: Yeah. All right, brother. Well, it was great talking to you.
1: Unless you have something else you want to say, we'll close this thing out. No, that should be good, man. I think it was a good one. Yeah, uh, hit hit an hour, and we didn't really plan much, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) enjoyable wrestling conversation. So uh, thanks for thanks for taking the time, buddy. And And uh, only one f bomb. One f bomb It wasn't even really a bomb. It was more of a.
1: It was a yeah. It was an f whisper.
0: Yeah.
1: So. All right. Take care, buddy.
0: All right, man. You too. Good talking to you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. All right, everybody. Stop stalling episode 14. I hope you guys enjoy whatever conference tournament you're going to tune into this weekend or the weekend after this, rather. Um, yeah. Love wrestling. Love the sport. And if you guys enjoy these podcasts, make sure you share them with your friends and family. And, uh, you know, and if you don't, well, we're going to keep doing them anyway. So. <laughs> All right. God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always go to making it happen. M A C A N it happened.com. Help out little Bo making and his family. And I believe that's it. God bless all of you. And take care. Goodbye.